Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I'm joined by Steven as we go over all of the action in the conference championship games. It was another great weekend of football, both games coming down to the final drive, final possession. Uh, the NFL is the greatest uh, sport, greatest league on earth. Nobody can tell me differently. And if you try to tell me differently, I'd say look at the last two weeks of uh, these games because you're getting constant, constant action especially at the end of the games where um, tension is the highest and, you know, your nerves are through the roof. I'm not a fan of any of the teams that play today. Um, I do dislike the Chiefs, so I do have a little rooting interest there. But my heart rate throughout those games was uh, was probably at an unhealthy, uh, unhealthy number, okay? But it was fun. It's great football. I love football. We have a Super Bowl matchup. Um, before we start, I, we talk about it a little bit during this podcast, but uh, there is a more credible than not report that uh, Tom Brady's planning to retire, uh, meaning that uh, Rob Gronkowski is also going to retire. So my two favorite uh, football players of all time are li- have likely played their last game. Um, that's pretty sad to me. I'm going to be honest with you. It's not going to be fun not being able to watch them every Sunday, having them be a constant in my life. But it's life, right? And uh, the best players, the best athletes, the best actors, the best anything um, – always retire at some point and I, w- I wish I hope that Brady comes back and Gronk comes back and they play another season um, but they don't know it to anybody and they are both clearly first ballot hall of famers best of all time at their position and um, have meant so much to so many people so um, if that is the truth and uh, Brady's planning to retire uh, then um, what can I say but thank you Tom like Seriously, it's just I really don't have words to describe how appreciative I am of that man for his career and all the happiness he's brought me in my life because he is really I can't like I look at my life through Patriots years right uh, my especially college right I, I know the my freshman year of college was the year they beat the Seahawks I know my um, junior year of college was the Falcon Super Bowl etc and since then it's it's just it's just been an overwhelming amount of success that. I will never get to see again in my life of a team that I'm a fan of. I know that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to try to put play a play a facade as acting like you know. I love Mac Jones. I think he's going to be great. But I mean, it's unparalleled, unprecedented success, and uh, it's going to be greatly missed and uh, forever appreciated. So I we're going to talk more on that if Tom Brady actually announces his retirement. I'm still holding out hope that he plays. Um, an optimistic sense of. Uh, dumbassery is what I'd like to call it, but uh, we, we'll we see, okay? Please come back, Tom. If not, it's okay, but please, please come back. And Gronk, you know I love you too, Gronk. Um, what else was there before we get started? I think that might be it. So, okay, without further, oh, sorry. I actually did have one more thing. Um, this is going to be the last episode of before we do our predictions for the Super Bowl, so no Thursday episode this week unless... Uh, there is a major news breaking about a certain somebody's retirement, like I just mentioned, or um, something else crazy happens. But likely no episode this Thursday. Uh, we're going to do our uh, prediction episode next week and, of course, the post-game show for the Super Bowl. So thank you for understanding. Benny should be on both of those. I don't know even what he's doing. We make the joke he's in rehab. I'm, is he in rehab? I honestly don't know. We, we weren't able to get a hold of him. Uh, He's probably on a bender, a gambling bender. I know he lost a lot of money on these games. So Benny should be on both of those. Steve will be on both of those. And, of course, I will be on both of those. So without further ado, here is Steven Brute. 
Steve, my beautiful uh, four-eyed friend, me as well wearing glasses, we have a Super Bowl matchup. It is the Los Angeles Rams and the surprise of maybe the last few seasons, the Cincinnati Bengals. How about that? A little Joey Smokes versus Matty Ice uh, matchup. Uh, first and foremost, how the hell are you doing, my friend? Awesome. Those were two great games. They were. We, we've had six straight great football games. Uh, if, if the overlords are listening, please make the Super Bowl a seventh, okay? There's a lot of people that think this could be a blowout looking way ahead two weeks from now. I'm hoping for a close game, and uh, I think we're going to get one. That's just an early prediction. Um, before we even talk football, I just want to say something right now, okay? I stayed up till 6 a.m. Saturday night, Sunday morning, watching Rafael Nadal versus Medvedev, and I'm a huge tennis geek, okay? Congratulations, Rafa. 21 grand slams. He's now in sole position of, of most all time. I still am partial to Federer being the GOAT. I like his game the most. But uh, Rafa's very lovable, um, a great competitor, a five-hour a five hour um, major final, which was a complete epic. So um, just wanted to say that. If you don't watch tennis, uh, you missed out. And I know nobody probably listens to this listen, or watches tennis because it was on it. The match started at uh, 12.30 Pacific Standard Time, uh, 3.30 on the East Coast. But it was a pleasure to watch. Did you, did you watch the highlights of that or no? You just woke up actually, and saw. I actually did watch the highlights, yeah. The great match. Was I, was, great. I didn't realize that from the highlight video I watched that it was five hours long. And then I figured <laughs> that out later, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really good. I, I actually didn't – I live-betted Medvedev when it went into the fifth set. He's a better player right now at their respective careers on hardcore. Uh, but the most important thing about tennis is le- legitimately the mental game. And the crowd was strong for Nadal. It clearly got to Medvedev and, and he cracked. And uh, that happens. So better luck next time. Congratulations, Rafa. And now we got now a few more hardcore and then we go into clay season. So we might see Rafa win another one and get to 22. I think 22 will be the record. I don't think Djokovic is going to win much more. And I think Federer is probably done. So, okay. This is a football podcast. Sorry for, sorry for getting off. Uh, what a weekend though. I love the Aussie open because it means we have playoff football on Sunday and Saturday. We have the Aussie open every night and I'm a night owl. So basically before school, I just stay up to 5am for two weeks. Not, not great for school, but uh, a very, very fun time for me to be able to watch sports all night long. Okay, football. Football, football, football. The first game, Bengals-Chiefs. <sighs> uh, I can't describe my happiness. I mean, what am I supposed to say here? You know me. I uh, he- highly dislike Patrick Mahomes. And it's also, it's kind of by proxy, right? I think I hate his brother. I hate his fiance. Um, but he associates with both of them. So I have to hate him as well. Plus everybody froths at the mouth at how good Mahomes is and they're forcing him to be the next guy. And he is the next guy. I think I'm not, I'm not taking that away from him. He's amazing. But this chief's dynasty that started three years ago when they, when they hosted the AFC championship against the Patriots um, now has won one Super Bowl in four years. And I think that really is just a testament to how hard winning that game is or getting to that game and winning that game. But you got to, if you're, you got to be uh, let down if you're the Chiefs or a Chiefs fan right now. This was an easy matchup for you. The, the Bengals don't have that good of a secondary. Their players don't like tackling. Uh, Bates, especially, who's going to be the guy that was on Kelsey. 
You have the matchup problem with Tyreek Hill and Eli Apple, and you have a good pass rush that shows or that and the bro got sacked nine times last week. You cannot be, you know, you cannot hold your head high losing this game, especially when you're up 21 to what was it, 21 to 10 at half. And I think they're up 21, 21 3 at one point, right? Yeah, it was 21 3, and then they scored (laughs) again. They had a chance to put that game away at halftime. Uh, I don't know what Mahomes was doing when he threw the ball, you know, short of the end zone, and they ended up walking away with no points there. Uh, a lot of moments in that game, a lot of moments in, in all sports really swing what happens, but I think that was a swinging point at first. And um, I think the other one was where Mahomes threw the pick to the defensive lineman. And, you know, he yeah, passed uh, the wrong hill. Yeah, the wrong, <laughs> the wrong hill. I give, I give a lot of credit to Mahomes. I, I come off as a hater on this on both Mahomes and Rogers, but that's just me being defensive over Brady. Um, the real, my real feelings are both of them, but Mahomes, we're talking about Mahomes now is, is a very special quarterback who has all the tools to be a mainstay as an all pro for the next decade. He played lights out when they got to the, when they went up 21, three, he played some terrible football after that. Uh, and you really can't blame anybody but yourself. I mean, he started, I think he was 18 for 21. I think I might be, I might be a little off there, but I think it was 18 for 21 with three touchdowns. He finished total 26 for 39 um, and two picks. Uh, you know, I mean, you look at that, that just tells you, you know, he went eight for 50, eight for 16. So 50% yeah. completion percentage and two picks. And he also almost he fumbled that game away, right? On the, yeah. on the fumble, that was a, that was a game losing fumble, and then they won the coin flip again. And I just think it's funny they win that coin flip. The, their Twitter account ones, we won the flip because they thought that it was over. I think everybody thought it was over, right? When they won the coin yeah. flip, and then he goes out and he throws three terrible passes. One of them should have been pick six on second down by Eli Apple, but it's Eli Apple, so but yeah, it's Eli Apple. <laughs> and then the third, the next pass. The highlights are on right now, actually. Here's a third down pass. I'm going to watch I'm going to watch it again. Just throws a deep ball into double coverage. Great play by, uh, by was that Bates, number 30? That was a great play to break that up and picked. And then, yeah, it was Bates. And uh, there you have it. There you have it, folks. That's the Mahomes aspect. Burrow, on the other hand, I love Burrow. I think he's great. I, <laughs> I have a friend, uh, I think I said this before, an acquaintance, that I play tennis with sometimes, who's a huge Bengals fan. And I texted him. I said, what's your heart rate when, when uh, they got the interception in overtime? And he's not like, uh, not, he's not like, I'm about to go to the hospital. Uh, this has to be amazing for them. First Super Bowl since when was it? 89? 88, 88, 89. Yeah, something like that. And, 30 years, so basically. Yeah. And, you know, they, we all said they're a year away. You know, Everyone, everybody said they're a year away. They're not. They're in the Super Bowl, and they have a legitimate chance to win this. <laughs> I, hey, I'm geeking for for Joe Burrow. I, I think he's. I think he is so good. Um, he's so composed or composed. Composed. He has poise and he's composed. But, you know, that's actually a good. He's composed. <laughs> I like that. Um, he finished today twenty three for thirty eight, two fifty, and two TDs. Uh, Jamar Chase is just a monster. That that fade where he moss the guy. I really there's there's so many things you could say about about this Bengals team. <laughs> they they realistically should have lost all three of their playoff games so far. 
and this might be a team. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the Eagles have the same thing where they basically should have lost every game. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals win the Super Bowl. Now, there was a tweet during the game, and it might have been one of the dumbest tweets I've ever seen in, in the history of Twitter, which that's actually impressive, right? Yeah. It was from... It's impressive if it's a, the daily stupid Twitter. Yeah, this is definitely daily. Okay, definitely daily. Um, where is it? Where is it? I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find it, Steve. Can you filibuster a little bit? Here we go. Yeah, found, no. it. found it. Okay, go. Pro football talk, Mike Florio. Game's not over, obviously, but it would be almost impossible for anyone to beat Mahomes and the Chiefs today from any era. And <laughs> number one, this was they were up 21-3. Yeah, Mahomes looks good. But they're playing the ten and they were playing the you know the ten and seven Bengals. Yeah, and Mahomes was just having a good start to the game. It's just a stupid tweet, and of course it's being you know aggregated out all over because <laughs> you know that's how, that's how Twitter works and it's hilarious. People do those tweets, and this is why a lot of people dislike Mahomes and the Chiefs. It's just come on now. What did you think of this game? I've talked a lot. You, you've, you've interjected a few times, but uh, give, me, give me your full scope of, of your feelings about, about this game. And, uh, and yeah, let's hear it, Steve. Blabber away. Yeah. <laughs> I think the first half was, like, really captured well by uh, – I think it was our first – and it might have been their – no, it was definitely their first touchdown when Tony Romo was like, it's over, it's over, let's go home. Like, <laughs> I felt like they, their team felt that way in the first half. And they literally just – they were doing a lot – I don't even think their defense, like everyone's praising the Bengals defense. I honestly think it was like they completely swapped what they were doing in the first half and didn't change it enough. They mm-hmm. just kept it kind of the same and they kind of knew what they were going to do. They were trying to run up the middle, get two or three yards and then set up the pass for play action. And they just kept doing that and then setting up screens and they, they didn't change anything. They just kept doing the same thing. And I think the Bengals kind of just figure them out. It's not like the Bengals have the absolute masterminds of coaching tree over there. So they weren't switching up anything. Joe Mixon was doing everything. Jamar Chase is legitimately a cheat code. Like I, he he might be the most impressive wide receiver I've ever seen in like a first year, at least for me. Uh, but like the Chiefs were all over Jamar Chase, and T Higgins was doing absolute work. What he six six receptions for 103 yards. Like game. He, he was doing all the dirty work of getting them set up. And then I think the Chiefs just coast. I think they had it in the bag. I mean, I think everyone thought they did when they were up 20 by that much of a score. Like, I even almost felt like turning the game off because I thought it was just going to be a runaway <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I agree. I, I think they coasted. And I think we've seen this now happen too much, right? In, in this day and age of football, I don't think you should ever take your foot off the neck. Now, I want to do one shout-out. Evan McPherson, rookie kicker, okay? He's the next Justin Tucker. Four for four, 52 yards um, at the end of regulation to take the lead. And then it was a chip shot on the final, but we've seen kickers miss chip shots, right? Um, yeah. That, I don't know. The cojones to, to, <laughs> to not have the pressure hit you as a kicker. I'm watching the game. My heart rates through the roof. I couldn't imagine being the kicker waiting yeah. on the sideline to try to send my team to the yeah. Super Bowl. And he did this could last you, one too. Can you think of the pressure of like, if you fuck this up, like everyone's like, not just like your teammates are going to be pissed. Like there's going to be millions of people that are pissed at you. 
Yeah, exactly. I mess up one thing in my life and I think about it for three days straight. <laughs> I can't imagine missing a kick. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, Jesus. I, uh, I want to I wanna say real quick, the funniest thing that I've probably seen in a very long time was that halftime show during, uh, during this game. Where watch it. What was it? The, the halftime performer was the guy that does, and you fancy like Applebee's, this, that singer. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. thing is, they put a massive, uh, a massive like sound system right behind the desk of the, of the people that were talking about the half, and you couldn't hear anything. And they're just speaking. <laughs> I, I was, uh, I'll send this to you, or I'll play this real quick because I was, this was probably, um some of the hardest i've laughed in a long time if i could find it again you know i'm never i never find anything that i say i'll get it filibuster steve keep going oh i just found it so you're good okay play play that out please that's not gonna i have headphones on okay i'll play it out i just need i just need to hear this again on the podcast (laughs) it needs it needs to be played once uh it was it was pretty amazing the i i felt like it was a bit Okay, that's what I felt like. I felt like I was watching uh, an SNL skit. By the way, speaking of SNL, while I'm filibustering here, Peyton Manning was on SNL last night. Really, yeah. really funny. And it wasn't I, even the host either. He just came on to <laughs> Emily in Paris. Yeah, do some bits. Yeah, it was great. Um, can I not find this? I'm never going to find this, you know? Um, oh, I found it. Here we go. <laughs> they're just doing halftime analysis with music blasting so you can't even hear them you can make out like one or two words the entire time it was phenomenal i was cr- i actually was crying of laughter watching that um but they probably had no idea either like you know the people like boomer did boomer, boomer was laughing because because uh, <laughs> they have their ear things in so they can, oh, okay yeah but it's it's uh it was pretty it was pretty spectacular i uh <laughs> it, it just it's just hilarious i i can't i can't i don't know i can't think of something funnier but yeah Peyton Peyton was on there and on snl and it was great too he instead of talking about football he talked about emily in paris which by the way might be the worst show of all time and i've watched both seasons I will watch yeah. the third also. It's very the good way. badge TV. Yeah, the way he explained it. Payman is just so likable. Yeah, he is. He is. He's good on TV. Um, okay. Where do the Chiefs go from here? As we've done with every team that loses. Simple answer uh, is they run it back, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how you can make your team with how much they're paying people. I don't know how much better they can make their team. This is going to be a hot take. And... You're gonna, you're people like this might end up being stupid, right? But it won't be stupid for at least a year. I think <laughs> the window's closed. I don't think they're gonna be competitive next year for a Super Bowl. Um, I think it actually closed after they lost to the Bucks. That was three straight years hosting AFC Championship games, um, winning a Super Bowl, almost making it to another, and then losing losing one the last one to the Bucks. This year, throughout the year, everybody had doubts on the Chiefs because of how they performed in the regular season. They went on that win streak. Um, they got a really, really, really easy first playoff game against the Steelers. And then they won the close one against the, or against the Bills that was literally decided by a coin toss. If they lose that game, 
They're out before the conference championship, um, but the bounces went their way. I think this team is got a lot of cap, not cap problems, but they have a lot of money tied up on a few players. The Mahomes contract, I think, starts kicking in next year. I think I might be wrong. So if I'm wrong, then disregard that point. Doesn't matter to me. Um, Kelsey's a year older. He's not young. He's the same age as Gronk. Tyreek Hill is going to be a year older. Pass. I still can't believe he's in, in the in the NFL. He should not be allowed to play football. <laughs> we like, talk he, about this every year, but yeah. He's, he's such a terrible person. Not only did he assault his pregnant fiance, he attacked, he broke the kid's arm of the fiance that he assaulted. So it's like, what are you doing? So I, I don't know why he's in the NFL, but okay, whatever. I, I think that they're going to have problems next year. I mean, it looks like Mahomes kind of figured out the the too high and how to how to be a little more effective of that. He's he's not taking as many risks, but he still he still does take those risks, you know. And when he does, it hasn't worked out lately because they have they're double covering the top. And I, I don't know. I'm just I, I'm also anticipating that Rogers probably goes to Denver. I'm anticipating Herbert takes a step forward. McDaniel's going to the Raiders is a is a great hire, I think, because. Um, you actually have an offensive guy to handle Derek Carr, who, by the way, had a great season last year. That's just going to be a gauntlet of a division. And maybe they win, maybe they win the division. I'm not going to predict that right now because we have to see what happens in the, in the off season. But um, I don't think they're going to be a, I, they're going to be the favorites because they have Mahomes coming into the season, but I don't think they're going to be a legitimate threat. It's going to remind me of those, um, those Steelers teams. Over the last, oh, yeah, you know, that's what six, I was literally thinking. <laughs> and I think I think they're going to make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to be the team that the team that we that a lot of people want to project them to be, which is you know perennial the new Patriots. They're not going to be that to me. And I don't think any team's going to be the Patriots. Yeah, I, I agree. But that a lot of people think the Chiefs are, and you know they this is a supposed not a it's obviously not a dynasty, but a lot of people thought this was going to be a dynasty, and now. In four years of Mahomes being a starter, uh, they have one ring, you know. And it and it really, I'm just saying, when Aaron Rodgers won his first ring, you're like, oh, that's the first of many. He's never been back. When Drew Brees won his first ring, you're like, oh, that's the first of many. He's never been back. Russell Wilson won his first ring. He got back the next year. He has never came close to getting back there again since. It gets hard. Winning a ring is very hard. And you know, I I think that unless this Chiefs team truly is special, special, then I think that they're going to have a little downer of a year next year. This loss is hard, right? It's two straight years now of tough losses, tough defeats, and Mahomes playing bad in big moments. Now, I don't think that's a testament to him as a QB, but it gets a little worrisome, you know? I saw yeah. I saw a funny tweet of him and Aaron Rodgers, the high, like, you know, hugging after a game or whatever, and it's so like, they, they don't know that I'm you again, that I'm just you again. <laughs> I hope so. But what do you think they do? Yeah, no, I think the AFC is just getting tougher and tougher. So I think there's a lot of good young quarterbacks. But yeah, I, I think they probably still win their division, barring that the Rodgers doesn't go to Denver. Then I'll probably pick the the Broncos. But all right, I think the Raiders are going to be good. I think if all four teams are really good in there, you're not going to get the number one seed so they're not going to get a buy ever again so mm-hmm. they're gonna have to be playing three three games again to get back to the super bowl so i don't see that happening but it is impressive so they made three 
AFC championship games. Four straight. They hosted four straight. Four. Oh, four straight. Yeah. See, like that's still an impressive stat. It's still like yeah, a pretty amazing. good accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to take away from what they did. Yeah, I think that they, but, they, they're doing really well, but they've only got one Super Bowl to speak for. And, you know, yeah. that's, I think two gets you into a, a different conversation. But they've underachieved, though, right? I think they should have at least one more ring. Yeah. Okay. I th- Same I th- thing with like I would say with like uh with Russell Wilson, he should have two rings. Yeah. Rodgers should have at least two rings. Drew Brees should honestly have like three rings if he lived up to his expectations. Pretty wild. I I swear to God, for ten years there, every single person picked the Packers or Saints to win the NFC. And honestly, I don't think they. I don't think either team did. <laughs> Any of those years. Yeah. It was the Rams, I, the Seahawks, the 49ers. It was uh, the I never really like, truly feel like how you feel like about Tom Brady and like people comparing people. But sometimes when people think Drew Brees is number two, that that irks me. <laughs> yeah, I don't agree with that. Obviously, you know, you know, Duck Arm Drew, how I feel about. Yeah, him. Uh, yeah, he's not, he's not even my top five. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, that's a a fun game, and we really didn't even Joe Burrow's so cool. I love Joe Burrow. I feel like I don't think. Yeah, I don't think we have to harp on that because i think everyone's in agreement that's just preaching to the choir at one point i think everyone yeah. knows how we feel about joe burrow okay because... you know what i'm gonna take the other line i don't like joe <laughs> yeah what if we just start doing the, whatever the popular opinion is we're like you know what be contrarian patrick patrick Mahomes' wife is actually in the right and you guys are all wrong and here's why <laughs> god i'm just i i really can't stress it enough i am so relieved that we don't have to have two weeks leading up to a super bowl of the patrick mahomes love fest and in the background, just his, uh, I think I think her name's Brittany and Jackson, just doing TikTok dances the entire time because you know how insufferable they are. And hopefully, you know, they get they 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 don't like how much hate they get. That's understandable, but they're in the public spotlight and they're so um, cringy and detestful. Like the the way that they act and behave, it's terrible. Yeah, it's I don't like, think I don't think people just picking them out i think they're helping even though i don't like condone like what people kind of some people are taking okay, some people too are far overlined. some people are overlined, yeah. yeah but like i feel like they kind of put the spot on their back like i've never even seen matthew stafford's wife before until they showed her showed her after they after they won that game <laughs> had yeah, no they, idea what she looks put, like <laughs> they don't put themselves in the spotlight and I, listen i don't mind if if spouses and brothers and family uh do put themselves in the spotlight really and i don't think that's what you're inferring either but it's it's like when you're doing it to troll right she's just like all all she is doing is trying to troll and all he's doing is trying to troll and it's clear it's a point and it works right they have they have big social media followings from because of it yeah so it's working with what they want to do with it but yeah because they're they're, they'll still probably have a lot of supporters too obviously because kansas city diehards are probably gonna be on their side (sighs) yeah i'm just so happy this is this is a yeah this is good this was a good occurrence on the day after the reported tom brady retiring which i will talk about at the intro by the way i'm not going to do it in this podcast um yeah when he actually announces when he actually announces i'm just going to say this um i'm actually going off the grid for like a week okay you won't see yeah. me text when he does I'm not post when he does when he does when he when he inevitably goes back to the patriots on the one day contract and does a press conference there just don't speak to me okay don't nobody talk uh. to me I'll be, I'll be I mean, I'll, I'll probably be like months after when he does that. There's rumors that he's going to do it like right. Like it's going to be like he's going to announce his retirement, sign the one day and do it with the do it with them. Hopefully, listen, hopefully it never happens. Right. Are we, are we <laughs> I, I hope we found a, there's a rat in this camp that uh, he's, he's snuffed out, you know. 
If it's Ben Affleck, yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that team is going to be dog shit, though. Yeah. At least you can I, uh, go back to never wearing a Bucks jersey ever again. <laughs> yeah, I know. I have I have two of them. I, I'm going to just put the, put those in the back of the closet yeah. keep them for the memories. Back to the Patriots Brady's, though. And by the way, I also have, of course, Pro Bowler Mac Jones. I have a jersey of his. I got to get a second one. Pro Bowler. Don't speak ill. Don't speak ill on my boy's name. Um, okay. Top 15. Top 15. Mm, I like it. I like the sound of that. Top 15 as a rookie. I'll take that any day of the week, twice on Sunday. Uh, gosh. The next bro, they say. Uh, the, uh, the next game, of course. It's probably Trevor Lawrence. Was, hey, settle down. 49ers and Rams. Uh, the Rams, as we talked about, were, were the favorite heading in. You and I both picked the Rams to win. Vinny, we can't even give Vinny his flowers because he <laughs> paid the 49ers. Or no, the Rams did win. <laughs> what am I saying? Yeah. Uh, okay, way to go, Steve. Your Super Bowl champ's still alive. Uh, that's – Listen. <laughs> that game was pretty enticing as well. I was riding the high of the of the Bengals win, so this game wasn't a letdown by any means. It just wasn't as important to me because I um I'm just I'm I'm rooting for Burrow, right? I'm root, I'm rooting for the Bengals to win the Super Bowl regardless yeah. of who plays. Um, this was a this close was like game. it was a good game, but nowhere near close to the other one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was kind. Of, it wasn't a letdown, but it was you know we got yeah we comparatively ate, we ate dessert before these were the veggies. You know? Yeah, it was unfortunate for us. <laughs> Uh, still a great game. And if the Super Bowl is like this, I'd be very happy. So you have the Rams and Stafford. Stafford had a pretty good game, 31 for 45, 330 yards. He threw an abysmal pick on uh, the first drive of the game, which is on brand for Stafford. Uh, Jimmy G was about 50%, 230 yards, two touchdowns, and threw the, the game-ending pick, which is, again, on brand for Jimmy G. You knew he was going to throw one, right? You, you cooked that in. So what really happened, right? They're down 20 to 17, and, and, and the 49ers have the ball. You already knew what was going to happen, right? He hadn't thrown yeah. his pick yet. He's, he's a one-pick-a-game yeah. type guy, and you knew it was coming. And now the pick he threw wasn't really his fault, and we can talk about that in a sec. But As soon uh, as I saw Aaron Donald, when they showed the camera on him right before they were about to line up, I was like, yeah, this, this yeah I don't think Jimmy G is going to do anything, but Aaron Donald literally looks like he could run through like three walls right now. Yeah, you know, here's the deal with the Super Bowl. I love Burrow. I really do. I actually, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually probably say he's going to be my third or fourth favorite quarterback in the league. You know, I, I really like him. I think his story is great. And he, and he seems he's a, like his old social media posts are hilarious. Oh, <laughs> so dude, He sends those, those like fake chain <laughs> texts, like with all the emojis. Those are so good. Yeah, he's great. Uh, so, but the Rams, the Rams have a lot of good stories too. Okay. You got Stafford, you got Cooper Cup, who is going to continue to never be given the appropriate amount of love. He's the best receiver in the league, and it's actually not close, okay? Like, the numbers he continues to put up week in and week out against anybody he plays is just a bit, uh, not abysmal. It's it's, uh, it's awe-inspiring. He's he's amazing. I, I don't know. He's been good in his career. This season, he has not – he's been unbelievable. I mean, I you can look at his numbers this season. Every game is just insane. He had – here was his worst game this season. His worst game this season was week 12 against the Packers. No touchdown, seven catches for 96 yards. Yeah. Against a good secondary. That's his worst game. Yeah. Maybe against the Seahawks, seven catches for 92 yards. Oh, sorry. His actual worst game was five catches for 64 yards against the Cardinals. But, oh, oh, terrible game, Matt. Yeah. Or Cooper, sorry. Matt Stafford, I'm blaming him. Yeah, was um, that still 12 points of fantasy? <laughs> yeah. So 
he's insane. Odell is, you know, I was actually on the, on the camp of, well, he just doesn't mesh with Baker. Don't blame Baker. Okay. Come on. We're blaming Baker. There's no, there's no way you can't blame Baker for, for this. Odell's completely rejuvenated his career since coming to the Rams. And now I don't, I don't know. They're going to be in cap hell next year. So this is good that they they have a good chance to win it this year. And they, they clearly went all in, right? They kept saying that all the time. You have Aaron Donald, you have Von Miller going for a second. You have Jalen Ramsey. Those are three of the best players at the respective positions. We've talked about that before. And uh, you got Matt Stafford who really probably he, he's been a good quarterback his entire career, but he played for the lions obviously. And so Probably a breath of fresh air to finally to finally actually have some success, and the success he's having is going to be starting a Super if, Bowl. If he game. gets a Super Bowl ring, I think this gets him out of like the the tier of uh, like the Kirk Cousins, the like you know people of that kind of like Kirk Cousins, like Carson Palmer, like all these great quarterbacks who never like won. I think if so, he wins the ring, and this is kind of stupid, but this is really what it is. I think if he wins a ring this year, I think he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I think so too, actually. Um, especially if he can put up good enough numbers, even though I would really love if Aaron Donald got the Super Bowl MVP. I think if he gets the Super Bowl MVP as well, I think that mm-hmm. I think he's locked in. He's got 320 career touchdowns. Almost, he's gonna have 50,000 yards when he completes his first pass next season. Um, yeah, I, th- I think he's gonna make it, but yeah, I think you have to win this to guarantee that. And so, yeah, um, I I think he I think he has to because I don't think people like. You don't want to be in like the same category as like a stat pattern, like Tony Romo or something that has to go do media to get his chance to get in the, the Hall yeah. of Fame. Yeah. Uh, I talking talking about this game real quick. Um, it, I, honestly, either team could have won. It breaks my heart because I actually think the Bucks would have d- beat the 49ers pretty easily. And I'll never again, never will forgive Todd Bowles. Okay. That. I'm going to keep saying that forever. Never going to forgive Todd Bowles. Yeah. Wherever he goes, I will know, and I will hate that team, okay? Especially yeah. Brady Retires. There are certain, certain teams in the playoffs where I feel like, yeah, if you were to swap teams or seedings, it would, the Super Bowl could look different. I agree. Um, here's, here's the whole thing. We can do, we can do the Rams. Um, they, they, they were down 10 here. McVay is something insane where – I just retweeted something where it said um, Sean McVay's Rams are two and 23 when trailing by double digits in the second half. Both wins are in NFC championship games. <laughs> Pretty insane. Um, we could do the Rams and talk about them. I just really think that they took care of business. Uh, it was a hard fought win and they came back in the game. Uh, they're the better team though. Right. And I think it was pretty apparent that, we probably throughout the year, I mean, you picked them to win the Super Bowl, right? But you kind of soured on them as well. Um, throughout the year, we're like, they're just underachieving, right? This is the Stafford. We're just don't get believe Stafford. in Stafford. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get Stafford, who has really good regular season numbers, but, you know, never wins the big one and uh, chokes in big games. Similar to Kirk Cousins, like you just said. He's, he's, yeah. He's going to raise that rise above that tier. But their roster is so much more talented than, um, you know, pr- pretty much yeah. anybody they play. I think the Bucks kind of are o- in there but the bucks have so many injuries that they weren't i think the niners have a talented roster but it's just not talent late in like this Rams team. they've they've hedged they've mortgaged the future for this year and maybe next year they might i don't know i don't know how their cap situation is but it worked out right they're playing yeah. in a super bowl and so um that's why it, when we brought up like the 
the comparison to the Broncos, uh, the Super Bowl 50, Peyton Manning led Broncos. You just need him to play good and they'll win. Yeah, don't don't. And that's what he's been doing good. He's been doing good, and they've been winning their games, so it's it's been working out. Yeah, just don't commit stupid turnovers. Which uh, yeah, he's and been he's actually been good about that. Uh, well, I guess he's been pretty good about that. Last week they committed a lot of super t- stupid turnovers, right? They <laughs> four fumbles, yeah. but he didn't. It wasn't honestly none of them were actually his fault. It was uh, Cam Akers, Cooper Cup, the snap over the head, and then uh, and then Cam Akers again. I think I think he had two. So, yeah, none of them were actually Matthew Stafford's fault. Um, but today he threw that bad pick, but that was it, and he, and he locked in. The 49ers are a, lot, are a lot more interesting to talk about. Everybody is considering this is going to be Jimmy G's last start for them. Uh, okay. I think he's going to probably go to the Steelers or the Broncos if they don't get Rodgers. Uh, or, you know, he's, got, he's going to have a lot, of, a lot of suitors. Maybe Washington, right? They're going to be in a quarterback. Um, yeah, someone's okay. gonna. Jimmy G is good enough where he more than like five teams are gonna want him in free agency or yeah, in he's, trade. He's fine, and I'm gonna just say this. Here's another hot take. I did the one about the the Chiefs maybe not being not being Super Bowl contenders next year. I think the 49ers are gonna be absolutely terrible with Trey Lance. I don't think he's good. Um, you know, he could develop tools, but he's not ready to play yet. If he was, they would have played him. <laughs> I don't know what people what people are doing here, right? This isn't a Mahomes Alex Smith situation. This is a very raw rookie who didn't show who you can read how practices look. Okay. He takes reps of practice and he doesn't he doesn't go through progressions before taking off. He's not a good quarterback yet. Whereas Mahomes was blowing people away that season. They just didn't change, they just didn't change pitchers there because uh, Alex Smith also was fine and they were they were you know making a deep playoff run and they didn't think he was ready now if Mahomes played that year maybe they would have won the Super Bowl or, or you know made a deeper run maybe but that's the reason for that with the 49ers it's because Garoppolo is better than Trey Lance right now and yeah we have a full offseason where Trey Lance can develop tools but I don't know why they would be in a rush to trade Garoppolo his return is going to be diminished because he had a bad game here and you know if he would have had a good game here and won or um, played in a Super Bowl and had a good game and win or lost or won it. I don't think they move on if, they, if he wins it, but um, no, I think they're going to jump the gun and I think they're going to be a bad team next year. I, I think Kyle Shanahan for all the love we give him, is a choke artist when it comes to big games and play calling, he gets nervous in every big moment. And it, it happened um, in the Super Bowl against the chiefs. It happened in that Super Bowl against the against the Patriots when he was the OC for the for the Falcons, and it happened today. You have the ball up three, and you don't run it once. You get the ball in a tied game, and you don't run it once. You're a running team. That's what that's been your bread and butter this entire season, and you're just dropping Jimmy back. And yeah, he threw that bad pick um, to, to end the game on third down. It went off the running back's hands, and he's trying to fight off a sack. I, if the I'm running not, back actually didn't touch that ball, it just would have been an incompletion. But yeah. hindsight's twenty twenty. He probably thought he had a. I don't think the running back would have tried to catch that if he didn't think he had a shot of catching that. And when do we blame the offensive line for breaking down in a second? Or what about? It wasn't even a second. He didn't have any time. It was like yeah, he was in the back. And Von Miller and Aaron Donald were already at him. Or what about uh, Jaquaski Tart? Dropping that free pick. That might close the game. 
yeah. mean, people are going to blame Jimmy G because they want to push narrative to bring Trey Lance in, right? I understand that. That's going to happen. Jimmy G's probably almost. Unfortunately, you you could play a perfect game. You're still going to get blamed as a quarterback if you lose in a yeah. in a in a playoff game. Yeah, he played bad in the fourth quarter. That's fine. Um, it's not like the defense stepped up. It's not like the 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 running the running back stepped up. It was. I like Jimmy G. I think he's going to be successful wherever he goes. I think he's a winner. I think that he has problems at closing games, but I don't think that's all his fault. I think it's a lot of Shanahan being very um, inept as a play caller in big time and big crunch time situations. Now, what would I do differently? I don't know. I probably would not have um, had my quarterback drop back six times, um, six times straight and hand the ball off to get Debo in motion or Elijah Mitchell. I know Elijah Mitchell had a bad game, but you're a running team. There's no way that Jimmy G should have 30 attempts and your running backs should have 18. That's just a bad play call distribution, in my opinion. Okay. And hindsight's 2020, right? Jimmy G leads the game winning drive there. Nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna even mention the bad play calling. Uh, I don't think the 49ers should move on to Trey Lance. I know they're gonna. They gave up a lot of picks for him. And they're gonna probably say, well, Jimmy G is uh, you know, we've we've kind of hit our ceiling with them. I don't think anybody was predicting the 49ers to make this game coming into the year, um, especially coming off what they had last season. I think he's going to get a lot of the hate, and we'll see what happens next year. But I, I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb really early and say I do not think the 49ers are going to be close to this game next season. I think they're going to be a at best a 500 team. But yeah, no, actually, actually agree. But you know, sometimes you just got to blow it up and try something different if well, you I don't Tyler, I texted Tyler. I texted Tyler. I said, are you happy they're going into rebuild mode? Well, Trey Lance, that pissed him off, obviously, but I mean, I don't, I don't want to hear the, this guy's the next Mahomes. There's a, so much, there's such a higher percentage chance that this guy's the next Jordan love. Okay. That is what it is. Or Sam Darnold, you know, people wanted to be Josh Allen better chance. It's Josh Rosen. <laughs> how about that yeah can you think of how like current quarterbacks right now they're regarded as super hard projects the only one i can think of is josh allen yeah that's that's i'd say josh allen and i guess mahomes to an extent yeah but Even i mean they're, they're, Raw's Island. but trey lance is more raw than both of them yeah i don't think i don't think like um i don't think mahomes is as big as a project but i don't think people are gonna thought he was gonna be as good as he was gonna be well, yeah, of course not, but, but you're right, yeah. But Josh Allen was like, people were like hating that pick, and I was like, that kid seems good to me, but I don't know anything. I don't, I'm not a football analyst. <laughs> if Trey Lance has this as has a similar season to Josh Allen did his rookie year or second year, they will be calling for him to be um, released because Josh Allen stunk his first few years. So I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, Josh Allen now is really good, but back then, mm-mm. and I guarantee you they won't have the patience for Trey Lance like that. Because yeah. they want to win. True. So. The Bills were in a different situation. They were a bad team. And yeah, they had no they different had no market. Right? No they don't have like a huber. They don't have like a big market like San Francisco has. Like with that kind of team, <laughs> like where exactly. the people love them all over the country, not just in Buffalo. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm. I'm just listen. I'm. I'm interested. I think. I'm interested to see what happens this off. I think this offseason is going to be one of the best in football history. With, with a lot of moving parts and um i'm interested to see what teams look like i think there's uh i think there's chances that a lot of things can be different 
if you're the 49ers, I would, I don't know. I probably tr- would try to get Rodgers, even though I don't, I don't know if they have the cap for that. I don't think they would. Maybe they, I don't know. They can't, again, the cap's all whatever. <laughs> um, okay. Anything else? Uh, they're announcing the MLB, the show 22 cover athlete tomorrow. Who, who's it going to be? Who do you think it's going to be? Okay, it's in New York City. Uh, a lot of people, for some reason, now think it's Jacob DeGrom just because it's in New York City. How about this? I'm going to zag Garrett Cole. I'm going to zag Clayton Kershaw. And he's like, also, I'm going to the Mets. Has he not signed? I don't think he has yet, no. <laughs> Did you know Clayton Kershaw and Matt Stafford went to high school together? <laughs> <laughs> You know, it was a crazier one that people posted that Jock Peterson and Devontae Adams played wide receiver with each other in high school. Yeah, I saw a video. That was crazy. And Jock Peterson was wide receiver one and Devontae Adams was wide receiver two. Yeah, I saw that. That was funny. That was crazy. Um, wow. Those are, it's pretty insane. Uh, <laughs> but okay. I think that's, honestly, I think, I think that's good. Do we have anything else to say? No, there's really nothing else going on in other sports right now. We're going to be back. We're going to take a break this week. We're not going to do anything um, in between now and the next prediction podcast. I will say this. I, we will do one if if there's a big Brady announcement, okay? I'll get you on call. Yeah. That's, a, that's only if. And I, I don't think he's going to announce in the next two weeks. I think he'll do it after the Super Bowl. Yeah. He won't try to take attention away from it. I'll tell you this. He respects I, uh, the Super Bowl. He knows. Yeah. I went, listen to this, okay? On Friday night, I went, um, I went out, okay? I was out on the streets until about 3.30. I get home. I, I, I was uh, quite hammered, okay? I make yakisoba. I don't eat it. So I have a bowl of yakisoba when I wake up. So I wake up the next morning, like 12.45 or whatever. And I wake up to like 300 text messages, uh, no, I'm over. I'm over exaggerating. Like oh, 125, yeah. and I'm like, what the? F- what happened? Did I text? Did I do something? What did I do? Like <laughs> I said, nudes to everyone in my contacts. Yeah, I, I thought something happened, and then I see, then I see Twitter. It's like, how are you? How are you doing today, Sterling? And I was like, what? <laughs> what is happening? And then I see that Schefter report, and uh, let me tell you, my head was pounding. It was not a. It was not a good morning. And then I see that, and it's it's very sad, very sad. But that's the moral of the story. I, listen, I'm not believing shit until he actually retires. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to be the uh, the optimist that he's coming back for one more ride. I don't think he is, but I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to push the belief that he is. Right? Yeah. God. I like how it got leaked. What if that like has an impact on how, what he decides? Well, here's the, here's the actual problem with that is he. Everybody's giving him his flowers. You know, like everybody's like, "Wow, what a career!" But it's just gonna happen regardless. But now if he comes back, they're going to have to do it again. I would come back just selfishly for that. Keep getting the celebrations. But Every uh, year, just leak that you're going to quit. <laughs> yeah, get the celebrations. This is the thing. I think he should do one more year. Um, we've talk- we kind of talked about this before. He just threw for 5,000 yards and 44, 43 touchdowns or whatever. Everybody, you know, maybe, yeah, if he retires now, nobody's going to blame him for it. And it's, it's pretty like a big fuck you that says, yo, look, I'm 44 years old. I never fell off. Okay. 
And I, I went out, you know, as close to at top as I could. I led one of those classic comebacks. Um, it was my defense that let me down and Todd, Todd fucking bulls. Uh, and I understand that, but you know, I think, I don't know. I feel like the way he, it's not going to be, it's not going to be poetic, right? If he comes back next year, they might, they probably don't win the Super Bowl. You know, they have a chance because they have Brady and most of that roster, but if he, yeah, there's no guarantee there. So you go out like that with a great season, MVP caliber season, being an all pro at 44. Um, there's no, there's no, obviously you can't be mad at that. Even if like, as a, as a, as a, um, what's it called? As a fan that wants more, right? I never want him to retire. Really. You just got to look at it and say, wow, we just saw this guy's full career and it will never be matched. Like, and that's, that's how you have to look at it. So, but I, I, I still am holding out hope that he's going to come back. I know that he's not, but I'm holding out hope. Now, if I'm, he, just if he does, throw, I'm just going to throw this at the end so no one can hate me. But the you, did you see the photo that PFF posted and the, like, goats? And everyone was like, what's Babe Ruth doing in there? I think the biggest glaring thing in there was, why is Kobe in there? Oh, you're going to get a, I hope, I hope people mention that. No, there was, <laughs> listen, they, they do, they do. Uh, there's a whole bunch of people in there that shouldn't be in there. And when people are doing the whole thing where it's like, well, actually, Tom Brady's not that athletic. Okay. That's not what, what, what are we doing? Yeah. yeah. Who we're doing best best professional sports players, okay? I don't think that Messi is an Olympic weightlifter. Is yeah. he is he not in there? Is he a great swimmer? Could he run could he run a 95 or 9600 yard dash? No. He's great at soccer, okay? He's amazing at that sport. Tom Brady is great at football. Babe Ruth is great at baseball. It's what are why? Yeah, guess what? If we're doing pure athleticism, none of those people are the best ever. It's probably like Kai Green or like a bodybuilder that can run. Yeah. So, if we're going just best athlete of all time, it's probably cross, like, cross it. It's probably like Deion Sanders or something. We're just going off a professional yeah. athlete. Yeah, I didn't see him in that graphic. Bo Jackson. Yeah. No, Bo Jackson would be. He's super overrated. Um. Yeah, if we're just going pure athleticism, it's Deion Sanders the best athlete all the time. Yeah, probably, then, I guess. Probably. Yeah, it's obvious. Like if you're doing a Mount Rushmore of athletes um, in the world, you're putting Brady on that no matter what. And that's all I really care about, right? Like if you really want to say Jordan's better than him. That's, that's okay. the thing. We talked about this so. a few weeks ago. I like you, there's an argument for Jordan or LeBron, like, Tom Brady's the undisputed goat of football. If you're putting heads on a Mount Rushmore and you got four heads across sports, 100% Brady's on that. And if he's not, you're just being a hater. And uh, basketball, you make your argument for Jordan, LeBron, uh, Kareem, Bill Russell, whatever you want to do. But you get one, you're not going to put a different sport. You get four sports, right? So if you don't want to put a Brady head on there in football, you don't have to. You should, though, because football is a pretty popular sport, even worldwide, where they say it's not. It is a pretty popular sport worldwide. And he's by far the best at his sport. But you can make the arguments. He's on that Mount Rushmore no matter what, okay? That's all I care about. You can make arguments for anybody else, but um, people will continue to try to there'll be the there'll be the pushback of it of him being the best ever, things like that. And we're gonna we're gonna be old. We're gonna be old heads saying, remember Tom Brady when we're in our 50s and 60s. And I just think that his accolades won't ever be touched. And we'll see if that if I'm wrong, right? If what if Joe Burrow's the next guy? <laughs> You know, I'll, I'll yeah. become I'll become a hater. I will become a hater if need I, be. I think his regular season stats will definitely be eclipsed in our lifetime. I don't think any of his playoff stats will be. Yeah, I can see the regular season stuff just because of the extra game. 
And I do think and players might play a little longer. And a little more pass-heavy than when Brady came into the league, so they'll have more time in this inflated passing number league. Yeah, I mean, we see in the era, right? Like, Stafford yeah. has more passing touchdowns than uh, John Elway. Matt Ryan, yeah. Elway, Eli, more than – it's like, yeah, Big Ben, I think, is fifth all-time. So you're probably yeah. right. I do think, like, his counting stats, his volume stats might be passed. Although, I mean, you know, 22 years, uh, you add in that extra game – you get a full extra season after seven or after 16 years, basically that's a lot of years of having to be consistently playing. And yeah. I, I do agree that there is more likely a chance than not. It's not going to happen anytime soon. If I'm saying if, if we live to an average of 75, I think in 50 years, someone could pass it. <laughs> well, I hope I live to be 120. Okay. Because I hope there's technology out there that gets me there. Now with the beer that I ingest, that's more unlikely than, than yeah, not. maybe 105, 105. Yeah. I'll take that. Okay. Stevie, listen, We'll be back on Tuesday. Benny, by the way, is in rehab again. He's back. Yeah. We might keep him there. Yeah, honestly, he, he might he might end up being there for a long time. The way that this guy acts is just outlandish, okay? Holier than thou about this podcast. He's the one that begged for the name change. He's the one that did all this, and now he, he doesn't even know how to keep track of his schedule. It's actually insane to me. I don't believe he works. And by the way, if you saw the amount that he's betting lately, you'd also agree with that, if, if the listeners. He did a $10 bet. Yeah. This guy used to be betting hundreds. He's cut it in tents. I think he got fired. Do you think he got fired, Steve? I thought his rent must have got raised or something. Wouldn't put it past him, right? That he got I think he sat down for tax season and was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's, he's going for, he owes the IRS a lot of money for, for his lies on past returns. Um, he's no longer a minor league baseball player. <laughs> yeah no longer making 625 <laughs> okay steve we will be back with our super bowl prediction next tuesday we might be back early if brady officially announces retirement but i'm not planning for that so okay yeah. not we'll on my be, calendar not on my calendar i'll be like benny with it okay thank you steve